welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a podcast series focused on Intel Select Solutions, a suite of verified solution configurations that can help IT teams meet the demanding needs of a growing infrastructure. Here's your host, Jake Smith. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world. This is Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies, and today I'm joined by a dear colleague and friend, Bill Giard, Chief Technology Officer, Digital Transformation and Scale Solutions, Data Platforms Group. Bill, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me, Jake. So, you know, our listeners know that I talk about hybrid cloud, and they know that I talk about select solutions. But Bill has been one of the deep collaborators that I've worked with now for about five years in the data center platforms group. Bill, can you give our listeners a feel for your journey here at Intel and your role on getting the chief technology officer? Uh, sure. So I've been at Intel 20 plus years. You know, my first 20 years was really in our enterprise IT organization, leading our app and software development. It really became the tenant of, you know, our cloud journey, integrated app solutions and cloud architectures. That carried over quite well to what we needed to drive in the data platforms group for modernizing enterprise infrastructure, hybrid cloud architectures, cloud adoption. And so having that, you know, long background on large enterprise, working with our customers really provides a good foundation for the work I do with our external partners as well as our product and feature platform. So it's really about bringing those new solutions and architectures to help the CIO and the enterprise business just grow and innovate on Intel architecture. And you and I have been collaborating in this space and in security for quite some time. And, you know, our listeners can follow that, I'm sure, on the Internet or on Twitter. We're both pretty prolific there. But one of the things that I want you to talk about, because we made some very deterministic selections on how we were going to build out our cloud services, our HCI storage and security stacks. Can you give the listeners a feel for the select solutions that we're building out and why they're important? Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, just making sure that we can make those solutions easier to deploy, reduce the engineering complexity and help them, you know, the enterprise customers really move faster is really at the forefront of kind of what we're focused on with Intel Select Solutions. And, you know, it spans the spectrum, right? You know, what do we have for optimized infrastructure such that we can get, you know, really performant and cost-effective storage solutions with things like vSAN to what we do with application modernization to help the business applications deploy and integrate solutions with things like the work that we're doing, select solutions to OpenShift, to hybrid cloud models that we're doing with Anthos and Google, to you know security solutions with Lockheed Martin. Those are all things that we're trying to really just give a broad spectrum of solutions to allow the infrastructure and the application teams to work better together and move things you know along quickly and do that in such a way that they get the value of our latest architectures and the OEMs are helping them deploy and just moving faster and moving more effective. Um, it's really about apps and infrastructure together, really. You know, that's a really good point. It is about apps and infrastructure. And, you know, one of the things that really brought that home was the work that we did on the blockchain hyperledger fabric because we worked with the entire industry we worked with Wall Street to build a blockchain solution. And now we've got not only one version, but two versions of that Hyperledger fabric. Can you talk a little bit about areas where, you know, you and I talk about hardened security with Lockheed Martin, but let's talk about where we are seeing great examples of customer highlights and successes and partner successes. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the areas that I hear most from our customers really is driving app and IT transformation with the integration of solutions for 
where we have OpenShift deploying containers. I love the blockchain example that we're driving for Hyperledger and the work that we're doing there for how that's addressing, you know, pain points in the financial systems or what we're doing in some supply chain for distributed work. A lot of those examples really center on getting beyond the technology and really bringing that technology to solving a business problem. You know, in one of the most recent discussions I had with our customer at the financial market, they were really grappling with understanding how to use some of these blockchain technologies to, you know, improve their claims processing, right? How are they doing for fraud detection? And so bringing those things up in some of those select solutions to address those specific markets for what we're doing for stock exchanges and those whole series of things is quite exciting to see. It really is, Bill. And I'm just honored to be a part of it. And I'm so glad that our customers, you know, share their success stories. You know, one of the things that you and I have talked about for many years is workload placement. It is becoming, particularly, you know, in the world that we live in today, where so much of what we do is digital and becoming increasingly more so. Talk about workload placement and what that means and why we're so focused on it as a company. Yeah, I mean, I think it really brings us at the center of what our end users are grappling with. I mean, a few years ago, the industry was, you know, working to understand how much of it's going to move out of their own data centers into the public cloud. At the time, there was hefty debate around, is everything going to move out of your own data center? We were quite clear in the work that we did together, Jake, around, hey, we think it's a you know, hybrid cloud, we think there's things for workloads that are going to be remain on-premise. There's things that will grow quite rapidly in the public cloud, and it will even out. The good news is we've seen, you know, almost consistent agreement now, right, after the debate from our large cloud providers, you know, what we're doing with Microsoft and Azure Stack, what we're doing with Amazon and Outpost, and where they're going, you know, where we see from an industry adoption for hybrid cloud, and it really is normalized around that. But it still is a challenge, right? You know, there's really four key things around, you know, the size of the data and data gravity, right? You know, where the data is created and used is important. Security continues to be a key consideration. And then how do they move with speed and agility and the the number of interfaces to systems? We've done a lot of great work there, but it still becomes the center of, you know, make sure that you're moving as fast as you can and spending as little time reworking, right? Lifting and shifting and things and not getting value. So we have seen it even out. In fact, we've seen you know, a number of workloads increase on-premise as well as we've seen the rapid growth in our public cloud offerings, and it's super important. We still think it evens out about 50-50, right, in the enterprise space. It's actually much higher than that. We're more on-premise in the private data center than we are in the public cloud, and that actually shifted a little bit more that way as people have really come to grips with the fact that, you know, their own data centers critical to their business as they rapidly deploy things more in the public cloud, and both are growing, which is good for everyone. And, you know, that's an interesting point. It's critical to their business, but it's growing. Why does that make a difference, right? So I I know that workload placement is critical to my business. I don't necessarily always have the right management tools in place, yet I know I have to grow. What is the impetus? Is it a transition for our IT leaders, or is it really a business driver? What are your thoughts there? 
Well, it's a, you know, the, it increases complexity, right? So that there's a natural kind of hesitancy as IT organizations are, are trying to move faster, but then, you know, complexity is kind of a barrier to moving faster. You know, in some cases, it's really, you know, how can I use the latest and greatest technologies and shift from keep the business running and operations to grow the business and, you know, really reinvent some old business lines that are needing care and attention. So a part of it is is really at the center of understanding how to make those work together. And the cloud environment is getting more complex. I mean, I heard pretty astounding numbers for the number of different types of configurations you could have in AWS or Azure or Google. And so we've made partnerships with various companies to try to help people in workload placement understand how to optimize their infrastructure. And the last thing we want to see is for somebody to move their workload and find out they didn't meet their need and have to move it back because they're spending all of that time and money, you know, not growing their business. They're trying to get it working. And so, you know, that's really at the center for most CIOs is how do they move at the speed and not have to rework, right? You don't want to spend a bunch of times on things that aren't growing your business. So that's where we try to use tools and partners in our broad ecosystem to give those customers the insights to say, you know, here's the nuances for how the system is integrated. Here's the performance utilization characteristics. Here's what you should be driving and modernizing. And we just, you know, want to remove those barriers for them. And it's in our collective best interest to do so. So let's talk a little bit about the hybrid cloud industry. You know, you and I have been working in it, I would argue, from the beginning, but at least for a long time. What do you think is the most exciting transition? We do have select solutions from the world's leading hyper-converged or hybrid cloud software providers. But what is really interesting to you, not just from a, hey, this guy's winning or this application's really cool or this application, but sort of as the industry has progressed and matured, what is your biggest takeaway? Well, the first one, it's a reality, meaning, you know, everything is not going to be either or. Anybody that was, you know, all in on their own data center has embraced moving portions of that to the public cloud. And anybody that was all in on public cloud has now embraced the fact that they need deployments, and especially as edge computing becomes important. I think probably the most interesting one to me is the fact that you know, what's happening in the Kubernetes and containers, you know, world for multi-cloud environments, which is really using your own private cloud along with multiple public clouds, which is a reality. It's really five to eight cloud providers on average are used by an enterprise, right? So they're not just using one. So the fact that they're starting to work more together and really Kubernetes is the clear common denominator across the stacks. And that's where the Anthos work that we're doing with Google and VMware becomes pretty compelling and interesting to me. You know, I'm super excited about the work that we're doing with respect to bringing some of those services consistently across multiple environments. I love the work we're doing with Microsoft and Azure Stack and Azure Stack HCI and bringing that to market. And certainly IBM and Red Hat and the work we do in OpenShift to deploy that consistently across environments, they're all different vectors for all addressing the same problem, which is fundamentally, you know, the different cloud environments need to work better together, right? And so we're in a unique position to work with all of them. So I think Point A, hybrid cloud is reality, right? Moving to multi-cloud and point B, getting them to work more effectively together is, you know, trending in that direction. It's excited to be a part of that. Yeah, that is the thing that I get most excited about each and every day that we come to work is that we get to tackle some very, very difficult problems, but they're really solving problems that will, as we know, be part of our DNA and our fabric and infrastructure for years and years to come. 
So can you talk a little bit about security? You know, you are the CTO of a DTSS, and you and I have spent a great deal of our careers working on security. But can you talk a little bit about security and why security solutions are so important for our customers? Oh, it's critical, right? I mean, security, I think we all know is, you know, the dynamics have changed quite dramatically over the last several years. You know, who's attacking has changed, right? You know, it's changed from really low-level attacks to higher-level attackers for different financial motivations. The nature of the attacks, the complexity is rapidly increasing, and we saw that, you know, as an industry with the new forms of speculative execution attacks. I'm quite proud of the work that we've done across our partner landscape, and in the Select Solution world, we've really had a deep, deep engagement with Lockheed Martin, who's been working with the federal government, Department of Defense as kind of the permanent security and solutions integrator. And we brought that technology that we did for those defense initiatives at scale through our OEMs, through select solutions with HPE and Supermicro. And that really gives you really advanced security technologies in our Intel Cascade Lake, our standard Xeon scalable processor, second generation, into mainstream, right? You know, hardware and software together to prevent and alert against some of the most advanced type of attacks that you get in the environment. We've demonstrated that with new forms of speculative execution, new forms of attacks at the hardware and platform level, and that's available, right, um, you know, through that ecosystem today that, you know, several years ago we couldn't do. It was largely a solution integrator play. And so you see the industry changing from that perspective, you know, in that area. So it's quite exciting. You know, Bill, that's what gets me exciting because I think the innovation for the industry continues to grow. And there's continuing to be huge investment in this space to ensure that not only is workload placement important, not only is security important, but also privacy of the data and the confidentiality of the data is critically important as well. So with that, you know, I know our listeners probably know where to find more information. And if they don't, please go to www.intel.com forward slash select solutions to learn more about our cloud services, HCI, and security solutions. But Bill, let's look into the future. In a world of 175 zettabytes by 2025, where does the industry go from here in this new decade? Yeah, there's a couple of key vectors. Uh, boy, that's a that's a long <laughs> running question. But you know, I, I think first of all, it's clear that you know distributed computing and what we're doing with edge computing, integrating with multi-cloud, I think will be where we norm out, right? As data grows and the work that we're doing with 5G and network connectivity and security to protect that data and to store that data, you know, it's pretty clear that it's going to be an integrated world across devices, right? And so, you know, being able to manage those, whether it's centralized, you know, large AI training models and edge inferencing to the growth and be able to store massive amounts of data wherever it gets captured and utilized, right? You know, it's pretty clear that you're gonna need an integrated environment that lets you get from edge to data center to, you know, large cloud infrastructures. And you need to do that in a way that you're bringing the most advanced set of AI technologies and the most advanced set of security to protect that across that, you know, complex landscape. And that'll even get more important when we get to quantum computing, right? So I think large data growth is a reality. No matter what we do and all the work that we've advanced in storage, it'll continue to stress our ability to pace and do that. But I'm quite happy with the work that we've done there, right, around our persistent memory and how that translates from native storage to, you know, large sets of data being used at the compute pool. You know, we're in 
still the early innings is what I like to describe it as. You know, we're probably in inning three, even though we've advanced quite aggressively over the last several years around where we're going. Well, I'm glad to have you as a partner on this journey, and I thank you very much for joining us today on Conversations in the Cloud. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you, Bill. So on behalf of Bill Giard, Chief Technology Officer, Digital Transformation and Scale Solutions, Data Platforms Group. This has been Jake Smith, Director of Data Center Technologies, and we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be in the world. 